Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast dedicated to chatting about stuff that matters, real talk, and lols. I'm your host, Belle Crawford. Thank you so much for joining me. And on today's show, we've got a dose of pop culture, everything you need to know about the latest free Britney updates, and hear Britney speak in court. Have your mind blown the song that was originally going to be the Gossip Girl theme song, and Avril Lavigne has taken us back to our teenage selves, making her grand appearance on TikTok. The latest recommendations, things for you to read and listen to, and our topic today is our self-care checkup. There are still plenty of guest episodes. In fact, lately it's mostly only been that. So if you haven't listened to last week's show with Tyler Marnie, definitely check that out. Also, there is another guest coming next week. Super inspirational. Often, if the content of these conversations can be quite heavy, I like to split them up a bit. Right, let's get into things. First up, our dose of pop culture. Now, these stories are carefully selected. It's not salacious gossip. They're pop culture stories we're interested in, and we're creating content from millennial female audience. And these often have important critical thinking and feminist takeaways. First up in our dose of pop culture, a free Britney update. Now, we covered the Britney updates earlier this year, and we can't stop, won't stop. We've got a free Britney. Everything you need to know after the latest developments. And I am aware this happened late last week, if you're listening in real time. But I am so invested about this. I know that you probably are as well. I've been watching so many videos, so many interviews, just full on, deep in a rabbit hole and I gotta chat to you about this. So first up, to recap for you, Brittany has been under a legal conservatorship for 13 years. First under the control of her father, Jamie Spears, and now another woman has been appointed. Now they make all decisions for her, important life decisions, control her finances, how much money she's allowed, and also when she can leave the house. So like little things as well, go on holiday, everything. They have full control over her and she pays them to do this. So it's problematic, not only because Brittany has been able to work the whole time, but there's also financial gain for them the longer that she is in this controlling situation. Now, it's been before the courts, and Brittany got to share her testimony in court, a four-page document she read to the judge in a bid to end the conservatorship, and she says she wants to sue her family and the conservators. We found out what's actually been going on. They have been drugging her, putting her on lithium, and some of the shocking claims, including not being able to have a baby. Have a listen to this. I was told right now in the conservatorship, I'm not able to get married or have a baby. I have a um, ID inside of myself right now, so I don't get pregnant. I wanted to take the ID out so I could start trying to have another baby, but this so-called team won't let me go to the doctor to take it out because they they don't want me to have children, any more children. Um, so basically, this conservatorship is doing me way more harm than good. 
Um, I want, I deserve to have a life. I've worked my whole life. I deserve to have a two to three year break. And here's more of what Brittany had to say. I am traumatized, you know, fake it till you make it. But now I'm telling you the truth. Okay. I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. And I'm depressed. I cry every day. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't think how the state of California can have all this written in the court documents from the time I showed up and do absolutely nothing. Just hire with my money, another person to keep and keep my dad on board. Ma'am, my dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship and my management who played a huge role in punishing at me when I said, no, ma'am, they should be in jail. You know, it's very different to the Britney we're seeing on social media, which a lot of people believe is not Britney. She sounds strong. She sounds, that's the Britney we know, right? That's that's the voice we haven't heard in a really long time. She's passionate. She is smart. And she's always been a very articulate speaker, especially if you watch the Framing Britney Spears documentary. You go back and the way she was able to speak, always so articulate and so just clear in what she needs to say. And we heard that there. She is full of passion. You can actually listen to the full testimony. It was recorded. It's 23 minutes long. I was hooked. I've listened to it over and over again. I'll put a link in our show notes. No promises if they if it remains there. They may remove it, but just have a look online. Now, you may have heard that Justin Timberlake weighed in tweeting, after what we saw, we should all be supporting Britney at this time. Regardless of our past, good and bad, no matter how long ago it was, what's happening to her is just not right. No woman should ever be restricted from making decisions about her own body. No one should ever be held against their will or have to ask permission to access everything they've worked so hard for. Jess and I send our love and our absolute support to Britney during this time. We hope the courts and her family make this right and let her live however she wants to live. And of course, instantly, everyone on the internet was like, shut up, Justin. I don't think he could win by coming out and speaking about this. Yeah, it's great that he's supporting her via a tweet. But if you've watched the documentary Framing Britney Spears, you'll be aware of his treatment. Yep, it was in the past, but he effectively slut-shamed her for his own career gain. The Framing Britney Spears doco director, Samantha Stark, had this to say after Britney's courtroom testimony. You know, I was in the front row, so it was hard to see people behind me, but they actually for the first time had a Zoom so you could see people. Britney was just on her phone, so you couldn't see her, but it was interesting to watch all the lawyers' faces as she was um, saying this, and it looked like everyone was trying to be, have a very expressionless face, but it was definitely dramatic, and I think... Uh, you know, when she first said, like, this is abusive and, you know, she really uh, talked about a lot of stuff that in our investigation, it, it backs up exactly what she's saying. And, uh, you know, at one point she said, um, I didn't I haven't said anything publicly because I didn't think anyone would believe me. Um, and we I mean, we believe her, but also we have records to show that she's telling the truth of what happened. So. I mean, we kind of heard her own lawyer uh, when he was given the chance to respond. He seemed shocked by what she had said. What were the looks you were seeing on the lawyer's faces? And could you see her parents at all? Um, no, her parents were both on, on just audio. But I think, you know, uh, one of the first things she said was, I didn't know I was I was able to file a petition to end it. So I imagine her lawyer would uh, have a reaction to that since he's the one who is supposed to communicate to her that she could do that. Uh, we know from all these records that she has uh, expressed that she wants it to end so many times. And the idea that now, 13 years later, she doesn't know she could file a petition, that is a failure in the court system. 
silence has made it so it seems like Britney is consenting to this. Um, and when, when you know, finally she was able to speak, given the opportunity, she said, "Thank you for this opportunity." She should, she should have known that she had this opportunity the whole time. Um, and she says every, you know, everything that. Uh, we found in the documents, but that people have been thinking and, and even stronger. She said, I feel like this has been abusive. She said, I feel like people should go to jail for this. She said, I've, uh, I'm working and making all this money and, and I'm also working and making all these people's incomes. As soon as that started happening, the conservatorship should have been over. Like, it's clear I don't, I shouldn't be in this. At this stage, there is no clear outline of what will happen next. According to law experts, people who enter conservatorships historically don't usually come out of them. But this is so many different circumstances. Brittany has been able to work for such a long time. And usually people under a conservatorship are not able to work. They're not actually able to manage things themselves. And, you know, maybe when she went through a rough patch, which, hello, like anyone would have, the way she was being treated was vile. She was still able to keep going and she needs to come out of this. Law experts after the testimony have weighed in saying because Brittany wants to end it without being evaluated, she could be seen to be violating the terms of it. But then she's seeing multiple therapists at their request a week and it's problematic because then they can get someone to evaluate her and say what they want them to say for their own financial advantage and that person makes money off it as well. It's actually sick. Watch this space and I will be sure to keep you updated. At this stage, it looks like Brittany is having a well-deserved holiday in Hawaii with her boyfriend, Sam. I'm so pleased she has him. And yeah, let's, uh, fingers crossed, we can all free Brittany. Next up in our dose of pop culture, we love to see it. Avril Lavigne and Tony Hawk are trending with their Skater Boy collab on TikTok. You may have seen this. Avril made her debut uh, with a nostalgia-filled video throwbacks to her album Let Go in 2002. I don't know about you, but I definitely knew every single word. Nice to sing it in my bedroom. Dreaming of one day being a pop star as well with skateboarding legend Tony Hawk. Honestly, were we being transported back to the early 2000s? The video at time of recording this has now had over 24 million views and her account already has 1.7 million followers. What she got? I know lately people have been comparing Olivia Rodrigo to Avril and saying she's like this generation's Avril Lavigne. But uh, yeah, I wonder if she's got some more work coming up. A lot of fans have also been asking her for her skincare secrets because she looks so fresh and they don't think she's aged with one person saying, so are we just non-aging vampires now? And lastly, in our dose of pop culture, get ready to have your mind blown. While a Gossip Girl reboot is about to drop July 8th, the original Gossip Girl intro, which was cut at the last minute, has been revealed online. Now, just to refresh you, the iconic show, of course, had this intro. You know you love me. So, and it really wouldn't have been the same without that, right? But are you ready for it? This was what was meant to be the intro, but they ditched it last minute. Glamorous by Fergie. Can you imagine? I just, yeah, it would be completely different. 
Still to come on the show, Rex, our recommendations, things you can read, book club and listen to. And our topic is our self-care checkup. First, we're an independent podcast dedicated to having conversations that matter and delivering content our millennial female audience crave. You can support us and we really do need and appreciate your support. We're not some big dog media company by hitting the big purple subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or click follow if you're listening on Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating and review. It helps others to find us. Send a link to your friends, share where you're listening and post it on your Instagram stories or you can post a screenshot and tag us at Self Love Club Podcast so we can see and share. And follow us us keep up to date with our videos and content some recommendations of things you can read book club and listen to now I don't know about you but I have so many books to make my way through I order them and then I'm like I've got to read all of these um and also the start of the year you know over summer you might read some books and then it gets busy and then you get behind you're not able to read as much but I've gotten back into the habit of reading before I go to sleep even if it's a couple of chapters that can be really good I also find that I can't really watch things and read I find it's a bit much and then I get behind on reading so yeah that's my thing at the moment I shared a stack a while back on my Belle Crawford Instagram if you want to save that and read some of those titles as well I've been reading The Paris Affair by Pip Drysdale. She's actually the author of our most popular book club reads. And we're going to have her on the show soon. So I wanted to finish her book before I chat with her. She's writing another book. If you like thrillers but not super scary, these are the ones for you. People read these really quickly as well. And I've also heard from people who aren't huge readers that really enjoyed them too. So this could be something for you to check out. Also, another thing I find really helpful and a way to be able to listen to more books is to listen to audiobooks. And I I love it. Honestly, while you're going for a walk, uh, it's like listening to podcasts. The latest one I've listened to is Laura Whitmore's No One Can Change Your Life Except You. It's also narrated by Laura. She has an amazing Irish accent. It's nine parts, so it won't take you super long. And if you don't know, Laura is a UK TV presenter, author, mum, and the host of Love Island UK, which if you're listening in real time, she's hosting the latest season, which is out this week. I've always looked up to her hugely career-wise. Um, she's also so lovely and she has such great advice. And I I just found it like the perfect thing to be listening to. I think I'm going to add it to my list of books I go to listen to, like Zoe Foster Blake's reads uh, when I need like a little boost, something. Just maybe it's because I have similar career aspirations. Obviously, she is a huge star. I just find it really helpful. Uh, she's also very down to earth and yeah, has a lot of things that you probably will relate to. So definitely check that out. And also, by the way, I posted it on my Instagram story. And then, would you believe it? Laura retweeted it. And I was like, oh my God, does this mean we're friends? No, don't worry. Played it very cool. Uh, and I have wanted to chat with her. So watch this space. I've been listening to a lot of investigative journalism podcasts lately, along with the, of course, inspirational listens, but I just find them kind of like you can get lost in them. It's like reading a good book. So another way of doing that, some that I've found that I thought I'd share with you are like really well-made ones. Journalists just make really good podcasts. The Lady Vanishes, it's an Australian podcast about a woman that went overseas and she just never came back and it's a really interesting story there's so many episodes so you can catch up on that it's actually currently going through an inquest because of the work the podcast has done with her daughter who is a part of the podcast 
The Sure Thing isn't been another really popular podcast this year. It's a white collar crime one about the largest case of insider trading in Australian history. I really enjoyed this. Not super long. If you can notice a theme here, I know obviously people going missing is very sad. I find the stories quite interesting, but I'm not listening to really gritty true crime. I have in the past, but lately it's more about like, I guess, fraud. That's more my favorite kind of ones, which sounds really strange. Leading me on to the missing crypto queen, which is not new or anything. It's a BBC podcast all about a woman and a scam cryptocurrency that took upwards of $4 billion of investors' money and then disappeared. And it's so interesting. So there's a few podcasts you can check out. Today's topic is our self-care checkup. Now, this year is zooming by, which, if I'm honest, sometimes can freak me out a little bit. You know, when you have those moments of getting caught up in, I want to do all the things and I haven't done them all yet. And then you've got to be like, no, we're chill. We got this. But when you're feeling a certain way, I've realized that someone else will be feeling the same. We've got shared experiences, right? I've not felt down or sad, but things have just been a bit busy and there's a lot going on. There's a lot of things I want to do. There's new opportunities, choices to make. Is this the right thing? Is this the right thing? And I'm aware that is such a privilege, but I think I felt a bit drained. So normal around this time of year when it can be darker, the days are shorter, um, lacking in motivation. And I've had to keep quite insular while I've been restoring my energy a little bit. And, you know, you can get a bit overwhelmed. I felt a bit like I can't really focus properly and then I get mad at myself that I'm not doing enough. So, yeah, you're just going to be kind. But I've actually booked in to see my therapist to chat about this. And I know my continued self-care really helps. No matter what's going on for you, I thought it would help if we have a collective self-care checkup. How is your self-care? How are you feeling? This is something I wrote and it's on my website and I thought it was worth sharing on here as well. It was semi-inspired after watching the Amy Schumer movie, I Feel Pretty, where a woman struggles with insecurities and inadequacy and suddenly believes that she's the most beautiful and capable woman. She then feels empowered to live her best life and it highlights the difference in both her mindset and perception of her from others. We live in a time where we measure our self-worth if a guy doesn't text us back or is liking another girl's photos on Instagram. Why do we torture ourselves? Sometimes, you know, you go digging for things when you're already feeling really rubbish. Why should we waste what are probably the best years of our lives feeling crappy because of the way someone treats us? People who probably won't matter to us in five years' time, let alone next month or next year. I get so sad when I hear my fellow gal pals putting themselves down thinking they're ugly or not good enough. Because, my beautiful angels, you are so good enough. It's not even funny. We focus on what we perceive to be our flaws. It's like we magnify them and overshadow all of the good. Treat yourself really, really well. This is where your self-care checkup comes in. I've learned through my own experiences that the better we look after ourselves, the stronger we feel. And I've always wanted to share that with you. That was a big reason behind starting the self-love club. I promise if you make self-care your priority and really look after yourself, you'll be able to navigate your way through struggles so much better. You can change your mindset and most importantly, make yourself so happy and strong. And it doesn't need to take a long time or be really full on and expensive stuff either. Here are some of my self-care tips we can go through as our self-care checkup. First up, move your body. Do what works for you. 
a walk, a gym class, working out at home. For me, getting up and exercising first thing in the morning makes me feel so good and fresh for the day. I've got a lot of energy. It can be harder in the colder months to get up. So by having a class booked in, it holds us more accountable and you have to get there at a certain time rather than hitting snooze and dragging it out or not doing it at all. I feel the best after doing my Reformer Pilates classes and getting a coffee. Get yourself some happy endorphins. They look cute on you. Equally, listen to your body and don't overdo it. A walk is really great. Restorative yoga. There are so many free classes on YouTube. So no excuses. Number two, ground yourself. Another thing I find helpful in the mornings is to do a really quick grounding exercise. It doesn't need to take long. You can listen to the self-care series Energy Protection with Rachel White. We recorded by scrolling back in our feed and saving the episode so you can listen over and over. Walks on the beach barefoot on the sand. Get your feet on the grass. I know it's chilly. Take some deep breaths. Imagine your feet sinking into the earth grounding you and sending grounding energy up into your legs and body and nice deep belly breaths especially if you're feeling overwhelmed doing this can really help number three how's your eating are you nourishing yourself fuel yourself with good foods lots of veggies take your vitamins drink lots of water eat your greens have treats sometimes too of course and don't you go feeling bad about it enjoy it I mean, how good is cheese and chocolate? They should be a food group of their own. You've been working so hard looking after yourself and doing everything that you do. You deserve it. Feeling anxious? Lay off the coffee and caffeine. I know it can be hard. I love coffee. But if I ever feel anxious, I don't drink any coffee and I stick to calming Pepti and lots of water. I feel like it's like flushing it out of my system or something. I find having things like a green smoothie in the morning is a really good way to pack in some veggies and goodness. Um, I'm not going to tell you, follow this, follow that. I think it's really important to eat well and be balanced and just eat good food and eat what your body needs and feels like and don't punish yourself. Number four, make sleep a priority. We live in such a fast-paced and demanding world where we're switched on all of the time. No wonder it's so hard for us to switch off all these notifications going off. Hot tip, that can actually be really good to turn those off sometimes. I love having them off. Also, sleep rules and when you're tired, it makes life so much harder. Set up a good sleep routine, nighttime routine for yourself. (laughs) Are we toddlers again? Have a sleepy chamomile tea. Maybe having a shower and doing your skincare really helps. Dim lighting, your oils, a candle, take your magnesium, get off your phone and read whatever works for you to help you wind down and get a solid snooze. Your body needs enough sleep to be able to function properly. And I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but like, you know, can't function on too little. Number five, how's your mind? If you're like me and you find it hard to quieten your busy mind and chill out, guided meditations are your best friend. They tell you what to do. All you have to do is lie there and listen. There are so many free meditation apps, guided meditations on YouTube. I listen to them while I go to sleep. It's an easy way to fit it into your day. And even if you fall asleep, a bonus, it's the aim, right? Your subconscious mind takes it in and it helps. I've been listening to hypnotherapy tracks lately and find those really helpful. You can listen to guided meditations, including a hypnotherapy track on our self-care series as well. Make sure you save those. If you aren't feeling good, there is no shame in going to your doctor. 
seeking out a therapist. I've been seeing one and it's been really helpful. You go to all the on-trend gym classes or latest Pilates studios for our bodies, so we do the same for our minds, right? I'm all about normalizing therapy. Just like we go to get our hair and brows done or work out, we go to therapy. I think the default and dated mindset is that you only go to therapy if something's really wrong. And you know, maybe it is, and that's okay as well. But you can go when things are good as well, and you just want to check in and keep on top of things because life can be really full on. Number six, positive self-talk. Tell yourself happy, positive things. Say this out loud to yourself or in your head. I am strong. Did you say it? I am smart. I am beautiful. I am kind. I can handle anything that gets thrown at me because I am a boss as honeybee. And I just felt like adding that in there uh, with a note here. Even if I have snotty cries in the shower sometimes. <laughs> Guilty. Write down positive affirmations in your phone notes and then you can easily refer to them when you need. You know, things that you can tell yourself in those moments where you're not feeling good. Write down your thoughts, dreams, what you want to work on and bring into your life and action plans of how you can make it happen, steps you can chip away at to make it a reality. And also, I find it really cool to write down what you're grateful for and think about those things because you realize there's a lot to be grateful for even if you're not feeling so good. The stronger and happier you are in yourself, the better your vibe. You raise your vibration, right? This means people are attracted to you, want to be around you, cool things, opportunities, and people seem to pop up into your life. You're more easily and freely able to manifest the good stuff way better. Sad girls will not attract what you're truly after. and We don't want you to be sad. Relationships. Sometimes things just don't work out. Repeat after me, it is not my fault. It is not your fault. If someone wants to be in your life, they will. You're not hard to find. They know how to contact you. Let go and move forward. Do you and think of relationships as extras in your already super cool and full life. Stay on your own. Don't get sidetracked by someone who may be very temporary and forget about yourself. That's why it's so important to continue your self-care, even if changes are happening in your life. You know, someone really cool and exciting's coming and you get a little bit distracted and excited. You need to stick with your self-care. Don't forget about yourself because you're super special and you've got a lot of love to give. Don't settle for someone who doesn't deserve it or you. Inner strength is your superpower. You may go through a breakup, not get that job you really wanted, or someone's just being a straight up B. Honestly, leave me alone, Susan. What did I ever do to you? And your self-care will be your superpower and guiding light. You know when something crappy happens and you think you're not going to be able to handle it, but then you really surprise yourself because, look what, you handled it so well and you underestimated how strong you are. Because we do that. The only way we're able to achieve this is by our constant self-care practices. They make us stronger. And a quote I ended this original article on, which I thought still really nice. When you love yourself, you glow from the inside. You attract people who love, respect, and appreciate your energy. Everything starts with how you feel about yourself. Start feeling worthy, valuable, and deserving of receiving the best that life has to offer. Be magnetic. That's your self-care checkup. Have a think about how you can look after yourself even better this week. You know, small little tweaks. It doesn't need to be a really big deal. Start small. Little things you can do each day which are going to help you feel even better and smash things out even more. And even if that's lying in your jammies a lot and uh, 
uh, eating treats and reading all the books and watching the shows because we like doing that and it's winter. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Self Love Club podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We're an independent podcast and you can support us by subscribing on your go-to podcast app. Click follow on Spotify. Leave a five-star glowing review. Show us where you're listening. Maybe you're out for a pretty walk. Uh, Or screenshot and post on your Instagram story and tag us in it at Self Love Club podcast so we can see and share. Share with your friends, sisters, workmates, everyone down into our backlog and enjoy listening you can find us and follow at self-love club podcast i'm abel crawford and we'll catch you soon